Hey everyone, it's so good to be with you. Welcome to Origin Gate's daily podcast, Wisdom's Echo. I'm Rick Nevenace. And in today's podcast, I'd like to talk to you about my journey with prayer. I love this topic so much, and I believe I've got so much to share regarding prayer because of the transformation I've seen taking place within my life, coming from the church age, religious system and structure, and how that system taught me how one prays or how one approaches prayer. And through this journey as a son, stepping into maturity and beholding the truth for what it is, and then you begin to engage in the truth of prayer. Oh, wow. <laughs> like I look back and I just go, Yahweh, thank you for your grace. Because the prayer that I prayed in the church age is not even measurable to the constant union that I have with Yahweh now, seated in heavenly places, and how I get to behold this relationship through encounter that becomes a lifestyle of prayer. And I want to talk to you a bit about that. So if I have a look at how the religious system has taught the church how to pray, majority of the prayers that I hear from that system is request made known to God. So we will be on the earth, for example, and then we will engage in a religious prayer that is words that we frame to God for Him to move. And if we pray a certain way and we make the request made known to God, then we will sit and we will wait for God to answer that prayer. And if God doesn't answer that prayer, then our prayer that we prayed goes into this book that we put on the bookshelf and we label that book unanswered prayers. Does this sound familiar? Okay. Now, I need to talk about this doctrine that was created by the religious spirit in the church age called unanswered prayers. Firstly, I want to say that there is no such thing as unanswered prayers. You can only find that doctrine connected to the religious system. It's the reason why you can't find any scripture where Yeshua teaches how one deals with unanswered prayers because it was never meant to be a thing. But you can almost see how it was woven into the religious system and structure to get Christians to subtly be offended with God. Why? Because we prayed from earth to heaven. We've asked God to move his hand over a particular situation and circumstance, and he did not move. Which means that prayer that you prayed that now is not answered goes into that book. That book goes onto the bookshelf and we label it unanswered prayers. Can you see how we then have created this door that we step in through to sit in a place of offense? When we dwell on offense, we then begin to engage in disappointment. And scripture is clear that a man that is offended, which is connected to disappointment, will go into a place of isolation. When he's in that place of isolation, he begins to seek his own desires. And the truth that could be revealed to us 
in terms of our union in prayer and the truth thereof is no longer an opportunity to behold because we've gone through a different door. And this all comes from this doctrine that is taught by the religious spirit in the church age called unanswered prayers. Now, the reason why I'm so passionate about this is because of these encounters that I've had with Yahweh, where he began to reveal truth that exposed the law. And he said this to me, because at that time I was carrying some things within my heart, prayers that I had prayed religiously that weren't answered. And when I found myself in Yahweh and begun to speak to him because I was going through a season of untangling from doctrine, belief systems that came from the religious spirit within the church age that warred against the truth in who I am as a son seated in heavenly places. And when I began to engage with Yahweh regarding this, he said, son, I've given you a gate and that gate is my son. You step into him, you find yourself in the perfect union with me. When you are also with me, I get to show you by faith your journey upon your testimony scroll. Now, son, if you go upon your testimony scroll and you behold what is your portion, your prayer that you've been carrying within you has already been answered. I'm like, oh, wow. So he took me to Hebrews 11 verse 1. And this portion of scripture I love so much because of the depth of encounters that I've had with just in these two verses. But Hebrews 11 verse 1, I want to just read this. And it says this. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for. It is the evidence of things not yet seen. And what Yahweh was beginning to teach me through encounter was that all of us have access to the kingdom realms. We know that. Hebrews 10 verse 19 says, Therefore, brothers, since we have a confidence to enter the most holy place by the blood of Yeshua, by a new and living way opened up for us through the curtain that is his body. Wow. So as we are in Christ, seated in heavenly places, we can access our testimony scroll by faith. Faith becomes the substance of things hoped for. It then becomes the evidence of things not yet seen. All right. <laughs> Do you get where I'm going with this? So Yahweh was teaching me that the unanswered prayers that I thought I had were seated within my testimony scroll that I needed to access by faith so that faith could become the substance of things hopeful. Now, hope is the joyful anticipation of that what is about to come into my life through desire because I've seen it. Oh, which then deals with the doctrine that is taught by the religious spirit framed in the church age that there are unanswered prayers that causes offense and offense leads to disappointment, disappointment to isolation. And you see so many Christians seeking their own desires 
because of an offense that they have with God because he did not answer their prayers. The issue for me is prayers that are religious in nature creates a void between man and God. We were supposed to be in perfect union. That is prayer. Prayer is relationship. Prayer is perfect union. And I want to go on to this extent and say that your prayer should never have a start and it should never have an ending. Your prayer is a continuous relationship that is forever unfolding. You know, when I have a look at how we were taught within the church age how to pray, you would make your request known, you would say your religious prayer, and at the end, you would close that prayer by saying, Amen. Now, I'm just speaking from my perspective, but I didn't even understand the power that is in the word, Amen. You know, we would use Amen to end off the prayer. But Amen is, so be it. So, if we are within this perfect union with Yahweh, and we have this continuous relationship that is forever unfolding, our desires become His desires. His desires become our desires. And that's when John 14 verse 14 becomes our reality. And Yeshua says this, You may ask anything in my name, and it will be given to you so that the Father may be glorified. Wow, that is perfect union. That is perfect relationship. That is prayer. So as I've been journeying through these seasons of untangling myself from religious belief systems, concepts, and ideas that war against the knowledge of who you are as a son, that what Yahweh spoke in you before the foundation of the earth. And when you've untangled yourself from those things and you behold truth, you see it for what it is. So as I was spending time unraveling this with Yahweh, I began to ask him and I said, Yahweh, how do I then begin to engage and contend for the things that I've seen by faith? And he said, son, you have it within who you are. Through desire, you begin to carry the record of what is already yours. Then he says, you arc it together with your thoughts because now your desires have become his desires and his desires have become yours. Your thoughts become his thoughts and his thoughts become yours. And as you begin to hold all of this together and you begin to engage, you begin to pray by the Spirit. So what I would do because of my position in Christ and through faith and by faith, became the substance of things hoped for, I would have it all within me and I would begin to engage. So I would arc desire with thoughts, thoughts with desire. I would engage with what I'd seen through faith and by faith, which became the hope. And I began to pray in the spirit. And I'd begin to pray by the Spirit, framing what I'd seen through faith and by faith, activating who I am as a son seated in heavenly places, carrying the desire 
When you do that, I want to tell you there is no room and space that you have around you that wars against the knowledge of who you are as a son. There is no doctrine of unanswered prayers that try to come and distract you, causing you to have an offense with Yahweh. There is no place for that. Why? Because you've taken on the responsibility of who you are as a son in creation. You in perfect union with Yahweh. There is a co-laboring relationship to begin to reveal and release that what is our portion that is sitting within us. And we open up our gate through the activation of praying by the Spirit to frame what is not as if it is. (laughs) And that's the second part of Hebrews 11 verse 1 where Paul says, Now this what you have done becomes the evidence of things not yet seen. Because we begin to frame it within our future because we've engaged with our future. (laughs) And we're living from the future into our present reality, bringing things into our day because of what we have seen by faith. Oh, wow. Like that for me is prayer. Prayer is not these religious Words that we pray through the earthly language that we frame religiously because it's how we've been taught how to pray. Prayer is far deeper and way more precious than that because prayer is relationship. Prayer is perfect union. So I trust that this has encouraged you (laughs) within your personal pursuit with Yahweh. Just remember, your engagement with Yahweh, your relationship with Yahweh doesn't have a start or an ending. It's continuous. It's forever unfolding. And what a privilege and an honor it is to be in creation at this time, knowing what we know now, that we can access the kingdom realms. We can engage with our testimony scroll and we can see what is our portion So as we begin to behold all of this within us and the record of who we are and we open up our gates to reveal and release the kingdom that is within, we will begin to frame things that is our portion to see it manifest around us. So from my house to yours, shalom.